0: Welcome, friends, to the Star City Podcast, and I'm your host, Brian Smith. Today, we continue with a very special guest and a personal friend of mine and to others in our church. Her name is Sonia Waters. Uh, Sonia is an Israeli citizen, a Messianic Jewish, and a historian uh, who graduated at Cambridge University in England, a professional teacher, an international speaker, a tour guide, You can follow Sonia's teachings on Facebook at The Bible in Israel with Sonia Waters and also her YouTube channel, Sonia Waters Israel. Well, Sonia, it is great to have you here again as we pick up your story, how you came to know Christ and became a follower of Yeshua. Uh, You were in Argentina and you were facing opposition from your family at such an early age because at age 17, you were introduced to God and the Bible through the witness of another Christian. You read the Bible all the way through at age 17, thinking it was just a book. Yes. And then when you began to observe the Sabbat, then there was an incident where your family really turned on you in intensity, and your response was to turn to God. And say, Lord, you say, vengeance is mine. I will repay. And so you left him with him. And then God does an amazing thing. He sends a storm, raises the roof of your dad's business, puts it back down. And at that point, not only were you shocked, but you realized that God is real.
1: God is real, definitely. And the more the family opposed me, the more miracles were happening over and over and over again. It was an amazing time, a very difficult time because they were beating me up, but also a time where I really saw the reality of the God of Israel in my life. So, for example, I was going to church. I was coming back from church every time. And as soon as I go into the house, I will be beaten up by the family. And one day I decided not to go inside the house because they were going to get me. So I went outside of the house in the patio. And at that time, it was wintertime, it was cold outside, it was drizzling, the clouds were very thick above. But I preferred to be in the rain than to be inside the house. Uh, So my mother came out, very angry with me, um, start hitting me. My older brother also came out and hit me as well while I was crying in this rain. My brother, came, my father came in from work and started kicking me while I was sitting on the floor. So I was really black and blue mm. of all these beatings. And I just wish that the sun would come out and warm me up. Yeah, because it was cold outside. It was drizzling. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, that sun was on me. Mm. I looked up and I saw that the clouds separated into stripes, into straight line like soldiers, and went with the wind in a way that the sun would come down and warm me up. Wow. So, so you know, I, I just looked up and laughed because... Mm. I don't know what what to do, what else to do. You know, it's just amazing what God was doing. So the more violent these people became, more God was actually supporting me. I saw people actually, uh, the Lord asked me to go and pray for a person in hospital. I went to pray for him. He was about to die. He was, you know, when people are about to die, they breathe very heavily. They, mm-hmm. They're lacking in air. Yes, I've heard like that.
0: that. I've heard that same breathing.
1: And, and, and you know, uh, according to the doctors, this guy had two hours to leave. And I prayed for him. And in two hours, he was sitting on his bed. And, and in two days, he was out of hospital, walking out of hospital. Mm. Now, his daughter, who was a belief, who was a doctor, a medical doctor, she said to me, you know, I know that my father will die one day, but this time God saved him. Mm. And she came she to recognized. know Yeshua, yes.
0: And she became a follower of Christ And she as became
1: well. a follower of Christ, yes. So, you know, um, that's, it didn't matter what my family was doing to me because I was so excited of what God was doing. Yeah. You had come to know so, this
0: amazing almighty God, and you yes. were looking for him yes. to work, and you saw him at work.
1: Exactly, exactly, and he was amazing, and I couldn't deny him. I could not deny that God existed and Jesus was his son. I could not deny it, yeah? Mm. Uh, and, of course, I was telling everybody, including the Jewish community, and my family got fed up with it. You know, it was a big embarrassment for them. So they decide me they decided to kick me out to send me to Israel, believing that if they send me to Israel, then I will forget all about Yeshua
0: now now part of that story is that they were for our listeners that didn't hear the first uh our first episode with you and your story. Your family was Jewish by nationality and identifying with them, but they were not particularly religious That's so right. your sudden experience of religion and commitment to God really rubbed them the wrong way, which elicited, brought um, an increasing attacks against you. But you didn't Take vengeance in your own hand. In America today, this is so different. Today, there's this attitude in America that someone wrongs you, then eye for eye, tooth for tooth, you take vengeance against them. Yeah. But you didn't do that. No. Because you knew that God was at work in your life. And did you hear him literally just keep telling you, trust me, Sonia, trust me?
1: Uh, you know, I had a lawyer uh, in the church I was attending, and he came to me and he says to me, Sonia, I would like to take your parents to court. Because, you know, you can actually see in my body the abuse, the beatings that I was receiving. And he says he wanted, them, he wanted to take my parents to court and put them in prison. But in my heart I knew these are my parents. I cannot do that to them. I, 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 I couldn't find in my heart to do something like this. And I said to the Lord, "No, you need to find another way for me to solve this situation, but you know, I couldn't. I couldn't actually make myself do something like this." Yeah.
0: Boy, what a what an important uh, testimony of faith and trust, because yeah. uh, these days uh, everything that we hear in the media here in America would say, "Well, that's irrational. You know, you shouldn't do that. You should do all that you can to uh, um, to really." show your parents uh, how wrong they are, but you are trusting your parents with God and and really still by not suing them, by not trying to put them into prison, you were showing them the love of God, the patience.
1: Uh, in a way, but you know, um, they kicked me out. Uh, it took me years to actually forgive them in my heart, mm-hmm. but I could never trust them again. That means I would not let them uh, determine what my life was going to be because that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to beat Yeshua out of my life. Uh, But, you know, I need to keep them away from me. Uh, I need to be respectful to them, but keep them away from me. Forgive them, yes, you know, I didn't want to have anything wrong in my heart, you know, so you forgive them for your own sake more than you forgive them for their sake, yeah? Right. Um, But even to today, they have not acknowledged that they have done something wrong, which is
0: crazy. Well, you know, the uh, uh, people oftentimes in the church misunderstand forgiveness. They think that when you forgive someone, then you just pretend that nothing bad ever happened. (laughs) And, And that's not, forgiveness forgiveness exactly. is releasing someone of the debt of wrong against you but it doesn't mean that you ignore the wrong against you exactly. uh, you guard yourself against bitterness and against uh, hate and resentment and all of these things that the devil wants to use to to destroy our testimony, and damage our faith. But at the same time, you realize that God is still on his throne, and it's not a matter of having to submit to man uh, mm-hmm. to please man. It's an issue of submitting to God to please God.
1: I think I think forgiveness, um, there are different uh, levels of forgiveness. Uh, if somebody have done something wrong that is easy to forgive, there's no problem. But when you actually being beaten up for six months, it forgiveness is 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 you need to work at it, yeah, because of the trauma you actually have a trauma in you, and these thoughts come back to you and come back to you and come back to you. So how that the Lord helped me to understand do you? Do you remember the scripture that says uh, about this person that was um, owed him some money?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and and the king actually forgave this person for what he owed him. But then he saw a friend that he, this friend owed him some money and he didn't forgive him and beat him up because he didn't give him his money back, yeah? So what did the king do? The king heard what was going on and put this man in prison, yeah? Uh, he says, you know, I've forgiven you all this. Why haven't you forgiven the other guy, Yeah? Uh, and, and this is a prison of the mind. You can actually be imprisoned by the trauma that actually comes back to you and comes back to you. And the way that I, the Lord, I think, showed me was every time I have a thought in my head that come of what happened then, I need to say, I forgive him. Yes. I forgive him for that. I forgive him for that. I forgive him for that. And eventually those thoughts stop coming to your head and you're completely released from it.
0: It's not a one-time confession or profession. It is a constant response to the thoughts that come back against us for things that happened in some cases years before. Absolutely. Wow! Now, you're age 18 now. They kick you out. Yes. But it's not like they kick you out on the street. They kick you out on the other side of the world. They send you to Israel.
1: Amazing. Because, you know, they believed that if they send me to Israel, since it's a Jewish state, I will forget all about Yeshua. I will not have anything to do with him anymore, you know. Uh, But by releasing me to Israel... It meant that I could be out of their hands. It meant that I could meet other believers in Christ in Israel, Messianic Jews who believe in Yeshua in their lives, you know. And I learned Hebrew, and I learned the Bible. And, you know, you are in the land of the Bible, so how can you forget Yeshua, you know? (laughs) So the opposite happened, actually, it was much better for me to go to Israel, of course.
0: They were thinking, well, this will take care of the problem, and she'll come back being our Sonya she was before. But actually, <laughs> God used that situation to teach you even more about the Bible and more about himself. Amen. Uh, Amen. Your story is, is like you're thinking that perhaps this is going to get really bad, But actually, God's using the bad for something that's really good.
1: Absolutely. They meant it for evil, but God meant it for good.
0: Wow. And uh, from there, you began to study the language and the Bible more in depth, began to meet other Messianic Jews. Uh, In fact, um, the last time we were together two years ago before the coronavirus, you told me that the Messianic uh, Jewish population was beginning to explode in exactly. Israel. Is that exactly. right? Because when you first went there as a 18-year-old girl, there weren't very many of you that you could find, were they, that believed in Yeshua and were followers right. of him?
1: That's right. Uh, today, we have an estimate uh, of how many Messianic Jews there are. And those that attend the, the many congregations that we have in Israel, there are about 300, uh, Sorry uh thirty thousand. Okay, wow. so it's about three hundred on each congregation, something like that. And so there are about thirty thousand of them. But there is a bigger community online that they meet and they come to the Lord's many Israelis are coming to faith because they hear about it online. Mm. Uh, so we have another 70,000 people following uh, the teachings of Yeshua online they follow me as well you know they they're listening on me on on the radio and television and all that kind of stuff so so it's amazing what's going on you know uh, and and it's great you know the Jewish people are actually waking up they're waking up to Yeshua
0: wow praise the Lord and we want to continue to pray for that awakening uh, in Israel because as that happens there then we have hope that it will happen around the world as well. Amen, amen. Well, Sonia, what would you have for someone to take away from our time together today uh, who may be going through challenging times, life seems to be going from bad to worse? Uh, What word of encouragement or hope based on your own story of faith that you would give to them today?
1: Trust the Lord with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul because you know he knows the way he knows he knows where we need to what we need to do Uh, i would suggest hear what he have to say and follow him that's the only way that's the only thing that i have done in my life is to listen to him and follow him all the way no matter what people have said and i have had amazing opposition all throughout my life. But God has been faithful in whatever they throw at me. Uh, he actually get me out of it.
0: That's a great word. What a great word. Well, I can't believe that our time is already gone today. Thank you so much, Sonia. And thank you for joining us, friend, for the Star City Podcast. Be sure to check out Sonia's teachings on Facebook, YouTube, and also be sure to pick up a copy of her book, Contested Ownership of Israel. You'll learn things that you have never heard before. It's available on Amazon in both paperback and e-book. Well, now, until we get together again, I'm Brian Smith, hoping you'll see the goodness of God by His grace and for His glory in your life today.